Do you hear that? No. It's the sound of the universe taking a giant <laughs> shit on us in the last week. We're back. It's been... What an unintentional week off. Hey, yeah. now, what was it, bye week? Yeah. As we, I call it in foosball? That's what they call it in the foosball, but it was not a planned bye week. It was not. It was not. We had, remember, <sighs> I guess it was two weeks ago now, we were like, oh man, we just want these loose ends tied up. Well, they got fucking knotted up. They They tied themselves up and then they created more things that loosened and it was... <laughs> It's been a couple. I remember at that podcast also we were like, oh, February. It's only the 14th or whatever it was. It's dragging on. And now tomorrow's fucking March. Yeah. Welcome to it. And I think we talked about it, but Randy had planned to have surgery. Mm-hmm. I, I think we talked about that. We we had to have mentioned it, I think. Yeah. If not, Rand had some growths removed back in September mm-hmm. because one um, grew – and like came out of his skin, like it popped through his skin. It was really crazy because we were painting mm-hmm. and we painted like this really bright white, just clean, pure white color. And I noticed a blood smear on the wall after we had painted and it was like, uh, what the fuck is that yeah. from? Cause we checked Frank cause Frank is the one that he, has like skin issues. Well, he rubs his face on yeah. all the walls. It's, He's just a dirty little gremlin and right. turns out it was Rand yeah. on his side, like where his like hip Inner and, hip and groinal region is what no. the vet called it. Well, this the one in September was on his side. I was on his hip. The fatty lump was on his chest. I don't think you're remembering properly. I, d- I, I know for sure. 100%. No, I'm fairly certain that the one that they cut out was on his side. That was the one that was bleeding. How, how would the one on his inner hip rub against the wall? To get blood on the wall. Because it was the, the same one where this one grew. Nope. I promise you. A thousand percent you're wrong. You are wrong. That's my dude. You're wrong. Anyway, he had a gigantic lump grow back. It was like the size of a, it was bigger than a mandarin orange. I call it a plum. Is a plum bigger than a mandarin orange? I thought. Okay. Bigger than a mandarin orange, but smaller than a grapefruit. I was calling it a golf ball. Yeah, I feel like a golf ball is like a mandarin orange size. But is that smaller or bigger than a plum? Ah, semantics. <laughs> it was big, okay. It was really big. And we took Bert to her nine-month appointment. Turns out she's 100% a chunky girl. She's a big girl. She's a junk, little chunky bean. She's proportionate. She is. She's, she's very tall for her age. Mm-hmm. She's also very heavy for her age. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of her thigh because it looked like a butt. <laughs> It did look like a butt. <laughs> it was a very convincing butt thigh. Anyway, we came home, and then I was putting Bird on the floor. Wee! And then I looked over at Rand, and he had blood all over his side. And I was like, And it was uh, a lot. Hello? Yeah, so I, <clears throat> I came from the kitchen, saw the blood, ran to the kitchen, got some paper towels, and I sat on the floor for like 20 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Just holding pressure on his side. And he was bleeding through paper towels. Yeah, like folded. Yeah. He was bleeding really bad. And I called the vet. And God, our vet is just a real pain in my ass. <clears throat> oh, well, I guess before that. He was supposed to have had the <laughs> surgery on Monday. Monday. But they rescheduled because they... No, they canceled. Well, yeah, right, right. 
because they had a COVID issue Mm -hmm. and they were going to be closed until further notice. Whatever. COVID, I get it. But also it's like, huh? And then they called on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? I don't know. They called. It was that that morning. mm -hmm. They called to reschedule for this Monday, like tomorrow. So a week later. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then this one popped. Couldn't get a hold of anybody. Well, and then of course when we when we got home, it was like just before five yeah. o'clock. Every vet clinic on the planet closes mm-hmm. at five, so we call the vet at four forty-five, and they're like, "Oh, I think they left for the day. Let me go check." Oh, we can send a text message to them. And by that point, it's like we were probably ten minutes into like the putting pressure on it saga. Yeah, and it was just like I don't feel like we've got time to mess with this. We've got to get him to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So we. Fed Bert some food, loaded her back up, and we went to the emergency vet 30 the, minutes away. The emergency vet 30 minutes away. The The other one that was maybe a little bit closer but not super close was didn't open until 6. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just better to be there by 5.30. Yeah. Luckily, we got in pretty quick, mm-hmm. and they were able to look at him. And, of course, the diagnosis was we can't do anything unless we cut these things yeah. out. Like, it's not bleeding now, but it's oozing. You can try to keep it clean until Monday. Yeah. And this was Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. It's like, that's just too long. He had a lump on his nose, too, and a couple others. They were just like, just remove them. Right. Uh, And by the way, the emergency vet is not a cheap place to go. It's definitely, definitely not. Uh, So, you know, our boy costs us a lot of money. However, they did a chest x-ray. That stuff looked okay. Yeah, because they said, you know, because the one they removed in September, they called it a mast cell or a head mast cells. I don't know. It was some type of cancer. and But they said they got it all, clean margins, whatever. And so we told the emergency vet that, and they are like, okay, let's do a chest x-ray first because these things can take root in the organs. And if they're in the organs, that, quote, changes the treatment plan. Yeah, I mean, pretty much they were talking like, you guys are probably going to want to put him down. Yeah, if not, or whatever, keep him comfortable until he dies, whatever. Yeah. But luckily, the chest x-ray was cleared. Mm-hmm. He had those lumps removed. They sent him off to be biopsied. Yeah, but that, that whole day didn't end until almost midnight. Yeah, because we dropped him off, went home, put Bert to bed. It was all kind of a blur. I cried a lot. Well, and then... And then- they called or they texted us when he went into surgery. They called when he got out just to let us know how it went. And then they wanted to watch him for a couple hours mm-hmm. to make sure like he came out of the anesthesia okay. Uh so, you know, yeah, it was like I picked him up at just after eleven, didn't get home until almost midnight. Yeah. Um He has to wear a cone at night because he can't be trusted to not lick his well, stitches. The incision that's on his side is probably ten inches or twelve inches long. It's I mean it, gigantic it's like from the top to the bottom of randy (laughs) and then he's got one on his nose that goes from like the middle of his snout almost up to his eye uh so he's looking like he was in like some kind of Mm -hmm. crazy dog fight or something but just fighting off the cancers yeah he's recovered much better than the last time yeah he's getting around pretty good i mean he seems fine he and he actually hasn't even tried to bother with it during the day Mm -hmm. when we're here um still but keep putting the cone on him but oh yeah um yeah i mean he's good now but it was like a whole ass thing yeah then of course yesterday uh-huh. we noticed that right above the incision on his back there was like a big air bubble 
It was so strange. It was probably like if you cut like a cantaloupe or something in half and put it on his back, that's like how yeah. tall it was off of his back. It was really – and you could like – because of course it was like, okay, let's like touch it, see how he reacts. He didn't even notice. Mm-mm. And you could kind of like squeeze the air out and then it would just like whoop, like ploop back up. Yeah, it was – it was gross. So then you ended up going to the vet yesterday. <sighs> that was a fucking adventure. Because I called him. I was like, hi. We were there on Wednesday. He had surgery. Now he has like an air pocket on his back. And the girl misunderstood me at first because she was like super concerned. Like she's like, are you sure he didn't lick his stitches? And I was like, I am 1 million percent positive he has not messed with them. Because right. he's under supervision during the day. And at night he puts the cone on. Right. And so it's like she thought it was like air or a lump on the incision. And I was like, no, it's above it on his back. So I went in to the emergency vet. We fucking were there for three hours in the car waiting for him to go in. And this was at – I think you left it like a little after 7. Uh-huh. So like – Three hours into the night. Yeah. It's just me and anxious bub in the back of the car. And I almost left after two hours. And right when you left or were ready to leave because you called me, they called you within minutes. And it was like, oof, they just barely hit that mark. Because I would have felt so guilty and awful had I left. But also it was like I was just so tired of sitting there. He was he finally eventually laid down, but probably for the first hour and a half he just panted in the back. But and long story long on that one, they have no idea what it was. Mm-mm. They don't know what caused it. They're they're assuming that it was air getting in through the incision somehow. But yeah. it's just strange that it doesn't find a way back out. Um it just and, gets in and rises and Right. Like his body will work it out eventually because they were like, we could do a chest x-ray. And I'm like, fuck, we just did one. Right. So it's like maybe something could have happened from the surgery. But I was like, just pop the bubble basically. And they wrapped it up to try to keep the air out. But we took that off today, this afternoon, because it just it was so tight. It was very tight. (laughs) And then like he had a bubble after, but then... Now it's not too bad. It's super small. So I feel like there was just air because this one burst open too. Obviously, we just said that, but like, I don't know if air got in from there, but whatever. His body seems it, to be working it out. Yeah. He's doing fine. It was just such. Oh, and before all that, how could we forget? He was limping. Like, he wouldn't put oh. any weight on his front leg, yeah, his la- front right leg. Last Friday, which was the Friday before when he was supposed to have the surgery. Mess. He just he stopped walking. Yeah, and this was back when it was like super cold, icy, and icy. So there was like that crust of ice, and then on the snow, and like he's a big guy, sixty, seventy pounds. So like when he would step on the ice, it would break underneath him. So super unsure of his footing, and I thought it was strange the night before he was laying in the snow when he went to go potty before bed. I'm like, well, that's super weird. He came back in, no problem. And then the next morning, he, like, wouldn't walk. Like, he didn't come out with me when I got up with Bert. And he was just, like, super weird. You had to, like, carry him outside almost. Mm -hmm. I called the vet. And I was like, they were like, oh, we can't get you in. We'll just check it out on Monday. 
I was like, so I'm like, you're they fucking canceled. Canceled. I'm like, you fuckers can't get him in. Like, it's no big deal. He can't even walk. Yeah. It was it was not a great couple weeks for Randy. No. It definitely felt like he was uh, nearing the end of yeah. end of life, and it was very sad. And it was like every decision we had to make, it felt like we were deciding whether or not he was going to live or die. Mm-hmm. And but I feel like he just like fell on the ice, hurt his foot or his arm or whatever, because he was yeah. like whimpering, and he doesn't show he's in pain ever as a lab does. It was awful. But he's okay now. <laughs> I feel like for we're now. For now. I feel like we're on the up and up from here. We got our taxes done though. We got our taxes. Hey, we talked done. about that. We wanted to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had my review. I don't remember if we talked about it, but that's another thing we were waiting on. That yep. went well. Yep. I got my news. It wasn't good, but you know, I heard about it, so mm-hmm. whatever. So sounds tied up. All that stuff got tied up. Randy was just a fucking shattered mess. Yeah. We had to Humpty Dumpty his ass back together. Because that's why we didn't podcast last week, because we didn't want to come downstairs and have to carry right. him or for him to try to fumble up and down the stairs. That was when he wasn't walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were too nervous about him coming downstairs. And then, of course, like Wednesday's fucking side burst open. And then from then on, it's yeah. just been all hands on deck to make sure that Randy isn't going to collapse under mm-hmm. his own weight. Here we are. Now they're two pups are snoozing. Ugh. I'm just I'm glad we're through it and I'm glad he's okay, but I'm really done spending money at the vet <laughs> cuz it was it was a small used car worth of vet bills. Well, if our vet hadn't screwed us, it wouldn't have been I understand that. So expensive. However, <laughs> we still spent the money. Well, I would do it. Paid again. your car off though. Yeah, I paid my car off on a whim. On a whim, because we got our tax return. <laughs> it's like, look at all this money. Man, it feels great to have this money. Goodbye, money. And then I was like, we should pay your car off. And then you're like, should I pay my car off? And I was like, we should pay it off. And it's like, okay. And then I did it. You were in a meeting, and I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm going to pay my car off. I'm going to pay my car off. And then my credit score was like, hey. Way to pay off that balance. Boo, Boo, you paid off that balance. Boo, you paid off your balance, so here's a lower score. It's like, fuck off. So yeah, that was pretty... Those were the last two weeks in a nutshell. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. It it feels like it went by super fast, and also in the moment, it felt like forever. I'm tired all the time. I'm still stressed. Yeah, it's been very draining. I feel like every day we've just gotten to the end of the day and we both feel like zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not even from Bert. Like she's no, been she's solid. She's been great and like she's super fun, but it's just like there's been so much stress with the dogs yeah. that it's just like all you do is just like you're super tight all day cuz you're just worried about him and yeah. then cuz I was always like I try to be realistic because he'll be 13 obviously November. So he's like 12 and a half. He's a lab. I like to front end estimate. Homeboy's 13. <laughs> and it's like, like he's old. He had a good life. The vet thinks he's older. Yeah. Because he was he, a rescue. He was a rescue. So, I mean, they have no fucking idea. So who knows how old he is? It's like, he's had a good life. It'll be fine. Nope. It won't be fine. And I realized that this past couple weeks. Because I'm like, my bubby. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard because, like, you've had Randy longer than we've been together. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, at first Randy and I weren't buddies cause it was like, you know, he was your dog. And then like he just slowly became mine. And then we got Frank and it was like, this was our family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now with Bert, of course, like a baby takes up so much more of your time and attention. And it's like, you know, these guys are pretty unbothered by most things. They're old, old dogs. But yeah. then it's like, you feel super guilty because you're like, I'm not spending all this time with them that I used to, or like doing the things I would have normally. Like mm-hmm. we used to let the dogs in the bed every Saturday. We haven't done that since Bert was born. Mm-mm. Um, because usually we're up at right. six, six thirty on a we're Saturday not sleeping in anymore. And like Frank today, he would go in the bedroom on Rand's bed to like get away from everyone. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my bud. Yeah. He just needs, he needs some quiet space. I, know. I did let them on the couch when I napped. Yeah. That was nice. Cause you know, normally after Bert goes to bed, we let them on the couch and snuggle. Right. Or like sometimes I'll sit on the floor with them. Like even if she's still awake. I just give them some lubbins. Yeah. But yeah, you know, our OG babies are just, they're getting old and they're beat up. And I'm just hoping Randy, like the thing that makes us super nervous about the growths was it was like four months between the last one bursting and this one bursting. And it came super fast. It was really aggressive. And, you know, if that is anywhere else on the inside of him, I mean, it's just, it's moving mm-hmm. quick. And they did the chest x-rays, and I'm assuming that they did their due diligence. And that we, We've had blood tests and all kinds of other yeah, stuff done, and everything's work. been good. So it's it's hard to say that there's anything else, but we also thought that they got everything in this last go. Yeah. So. Dogs, man. What what's, the, what's that saying? They're expensive heartbreaks or something like that? Expensive tragedies waiting to happen. Yeah, something, something like along those lines. Yeah. Expensive and heartbreaking. Like you go into the relationship knowing it will end, mm-hmm. and it only ends in death. Yep. <laughs> it's not like it ends because like they go off to college and right. like start they their own lives. Nope, you are their life. <laughs> but speaking of being exhausted, one of the things we talked about today was being the baby's chosen one. <laughs> Yeah, and I you did say and you that. expressed that that was also very exhausting. Yeah, because recently, the past couple of days at least, like Bert only wants me. She'll follow me everywhere. It's so sweet, and I love it. But what did I say? It was like being the chosen one's exhausting. I don't remember. I was funny in the moment though, because I was on the floor, and she's like. I was like, here, go go play with dad for a minute so I can go pee or do whatever. Mm. And she like got real fussy and like only wanted down. And then she'll zip over to wherever I am. She always checks the bathroom first. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I <laughs> a lot. I drink a lot of water. <laughs> well, if I'm in the kitchen, I hear do, 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 do. Because the heels of her palms like smack against the floor. And I'm like, there's a baby in here. Yeah. She's gotten really fast She's too. so quick. And it just feels like she gets faster. Like, it feels like she is Olympic sprinting Mm -hmm. when she crawls. Yeah. So super fast. But it's like, if you put her, we call it baby prison, but her activity center, if you put her in that, she fusses because she's not close to me or can't see me. If she can see me, she's okay. So it's like, I've just spent the last several nights and or days and evenings, like, sitting with her on the floor and, like, feeding her i mean it's great but it's like girl 
Just let me turn it off for a minute. The only thing she wants me for is to is to nap with. Mm-hmm. She'll snuggle with me to nap, and then like we'll hang out a little bit. But she's just all about you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she which won't I guess nap you, for me. Which I guess you should eat up because I assume at some point there's a switch that gets flipped and yeah. she becomes daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. And then she'll only want you. That's what I mean too. It's like I gotta get it while I can before she decides that like mom's not cool anymore and she just wants to go hang out with dad. Yeah. She's just super funny though. Mm-hmm. And, and she's got a tooth. She does. Ha- she's got a little crooked bottom tooth. Oh gosh. I didn't know baby teeth could be crooked, but hers is just so sweet. Yeah. And it looks like her top two middle teeth are coming mm-hmm. in. Um. So yeah, she's just like, and we thought she was going to do it, but she's just going to end up sprouting all of her teeth back yeah. to back. Uh, she's funny. She's she's blowing raspberries left and right today. Yeah, like back and forth, like uh-huh. in response. She was playing hide and seek. Yeah, how by herself? All that by was herself. Cute. And then she's starting to mess with her sippy cup a little bit. Uh, yes. Tried she's, apple juice. Well, diluted apple juice. Nine months hit, man. She's a full baby now. Yeah. She's got she got teeth. She's playing hide and seek. She only wants one parent or the other. Less bottles now. Well, way less. We bottles. dropped a bottle. From what the pediatrician said? I felt like she ate nothing today. Nothing. It was so strange. But, like, she seemed okay. Yeah, she's. we've been eating more real food. Which is also hard. Because it's like, how much is she eating? And then she stuffs it all in her mouth and then, like... like little squirrel cheeks. Yeah. And then, what did we have? Oh, it was B-dubs. She had a chicken tender. <laughs> and she... Stuffed it all in her mouth and then spit it all back out. Yeah, I think she stuffed probably half of a chicken tender mm-hmm. in her mouth. And at one point, it was like I can't even think of like a good visual representation, like a magic trick when they yeah. pull, when they pull the hankies out of their mouth. That's exactly what it was. It was just like chicken just kept pouring out of her face, and you're like, when will it be over? When did you put all this in here? Yeah, because it looked like she ate it, but she definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I don't know. We haven't given her as much puree as we normally did over the weekend. No. And it's like, phew, I don't know, man. And packing her lunch for school. It's awful. Has become such a task that I loathe. I didn't mind making bottles. Making bottles is whatever. Easy. It's like, I'll label four bottles to send to school and, you know, whatever. And then it was like, okay, it's it's four bottles and we're going to throw some Cheerios in there. Mm-hmm. And then it was like four bottles and a puree or yeah, two purees. There's a fruit and a vegetable. And now it's like you've got to have like here's your real food lunch. Here's a puree. Here's three snacks to go along with the day. Yeah. Here's a cup of water. Here's two bottles. It's like I feel like we're going to have to get her a Yeti cooler at some point yeah. to pack her lunch in. Because I gave her two bottles, a sippy cup of water, yogurt, kiwis. Tried kiwis today. They were a hit. She liked them. Cheerios, and then a breakfast pouch of puree with fruit, and then I gave her a another container of fish, brown rice, and squash. And also, she's getting to the point now where she wants independence, but hasn't quite mastered anything. Oh, yeah. She wants to feed herself. And for anybody that doesn't have kids, or those that haven't had kids in a very long time... Baby feeding is super fucking messy. So messy. And it's like you just have to resign yourself to either one, stripping her down naked so she's easy to clean up or covering her up in some way or just saying, fuck it, this onesie's getting ruined. And then you just 
let her go at it because mm-hmm. it's just impossible. If you get really hungry, baby. Hungry baby's the best baby because she's like down to clown. You feed me. Let's just pound this out. <laughs> right. I'm just hungry. So like, let's go where, you know, sort of hungry. Peckish baby. <laughs> peckish baby. Like I want a snack baby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, mm, I don't know. I think I should do this. And then you started the two spoon method yeah. where you load up one to give to her while she's eating that one. You give her another one so you like distract her. The the other day when she was really hungry, she would she'd put a spoon in her mouth, she'd clean it off, she'd throw it down, yeah. and then pick up the other one. I'm and, hungry, and it was it was so funny. But yeah, it's just it's getting bigger and crazier and harder. And I know that it's all transitional, right? Yeah. Eventually, we'll get to a point where she's just eating real foods. And, you know, we can make her a plate just like we do for dinner and she eats and we're good, but she's still mastering chewing. She's still mastering like where her gag reflex is. And like, sometimes she just jams shit so far back in the back of her throat that she's like, because we've tried cherry tomatoes, which she really liked, but then the skin got a little googie and then she threw anything with the skin doesn't work with a baby. Blueberries, hot dogs. Blueberries, at least. If you cut them in half. If you cut them in half and squish them. Correct. It's not like you just give her a blueberry and she's good. No, it's a choking hazard. Just like a cherry tomato. Yeah. Gotta quarter it. And then take the skin off. Yeah. Oh, and also bread is bad. Apparently. Don't give them bread. I learned that today. We've been giving like her fucking bread it. since like four months. Like untoasted bread is a choking. She had a whole ass roll to herself at Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. and what? a piece of buttered bread just the other night. I know, but I'm saying like we've been doing this right, since right, right. like November. Yeah, I don't know. That was the thing until today. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But like everybody's got an opinion on everything, right? Yeah. We ended up in the area of TikTok where it was like, if you're sleep training your baby, you're a shitty human being. You're a piece of shit. But they only talked about the moms too, which I thought was really fucked up because it's like, well, the dad's doing it too. Like, don't just blame the mom. No, I'm busy uh, hunting and providing for our family. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. There's berry bushes that need cleaned off, so you should probably go do that. Let my baby cry it out. That's what I'm doing. Because <laughs> I saw I saw a video that was uh, a guy saying, like, you know, in nature, primates never put their young down. Mm. And if they ever cry, they're always with their mother. And, you know, it's it's unnatural to leave your child sit somewhere and cry. Like, they need you as that support. And it's like, but, like, nobody's holding me now. Like where's the where's the line for that? Right. Like at some point, you have your, to learn your that kid has to learn to go to sleep on their own, or like we've never done uh what's that thing co sleeping? Oh, mm-hmm. we've never. She's like only slept in our bed twice, and yeah. it was like for very short. St- it was like naps, and it was like shocking that that happened because i think the one time you slept also mm-hmm. and then the second time i was awake because i was like is she sleeping and then it was just so cute because she crawled up on top of the pillow yeah. but yeah we don't co-sleeping always freaked me out because yeah. like she was so small yeah i mean she's still small now mm-hmm. i think she'd be a hell of a lot harder to squish because she she'll let you know pretty quick yeah. if she's uncomfortable she'll screech at you but yeah it was just like you know and they say there's studies done and maybe 
there were. I don't know. I haven't looked at them. But it was like the cortisol stress levels and stuff like that. It's super high. And then, you know, the third night the baby sleeps or like is quiet, but the stress level is higher than it was the first night. And it's like they're not learning to be independent. They are learning that mom isn't coming. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But it's like we did cry it out. And it took three nights. And now she sleeps 13 hours a night. And I mean, it was fucking hard. It was was, real hard. It was harder for you than it was for me. Mm -hmm. It was awful. But then like there's still. Your mother, motherly nature. Yeah. But there's still times now it's like she wakes up at, if she cries in the night now, it's like we kind of have a better read on like sometimes she wakes up screaming and it's like, let me get there right now. Other times she like wakes up, sings a little bit, pats her bed. Plays with her binky. Yeah. And then like, that's like, okay, let me give her like 10 minutes before, you know, deciding if we're going to get up or not. Yeah. And she's got. Like that scream in the middle of the night is like she had a nightmare or something. Mm-hmm. And then you go in there and, you know, like settle her down. There's been a couple nights that like she just doesn't want to go back down. Um, but it's very few and far mm-hmm. between. She's a, she's a good sleeper. Generally on the weekend, she's a good napper. She's yeah. not that great about that. Uh, at school. At school during the week. But there's a lot happening at school. Yeah. Lots of kids, lots to see, lots to do. I'm sure no one's on the same nap schedule. So it's like her and however many other babies. I bet there's another screecher because she didn't learn that here. Yeah. So, you know, all in all for being nine months in, I don't feel like we've really broken her too badly. But everything that you read will tell you whatever you're doing is the wrong thing. Right. There's Mm -hmm. moms that are like, if you're not breastfeeding, you're a piece of shit. There's moms that are like, if you're not Baby led weaning, you're a piece of shit. If you use purees, you're a piece of shit. Yep. Like if you don't do traditional weaning, you're a piece of shit. It's just if they use a binky, you're a piece of shit. If they don't use a binky, you're a piece of shit. Yep. If they sleep with a stuffed animal or don't sleep with a stuffed animal, it's all just just do whatever you want. Do whatever makes your baby happy. Because that was like what we asked the doctor at her appointment was like, how much should she be eating? And she's like, well, is she hungry? Then feed her. Like, that's kind of the yeah. answer. Because we were like, you know, she'll eat a four-ounce tub of puree and then still be hungry. And she's like, all right, just give her another one. And I'm over here like, but that's so much. Right. Especially after she's like, oh, she's the 98th percentile for her height and 98th percentile yeah. for her weight. It's like, are we sure? She's like, she's proportionate. She looks fine. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, because you said the other day, I would love to see her next to another nine-month-old baby. Yeah. Just to see, like. How much bigger is she? Here's a fun thing about quarantine babies is like they she's interacting with other kids at daycare. I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't. Even, I've never even met her teacher. Nope. And her, now she gone. Yeah, I was gonna say her teacher quit. We never even met her. Uh-huh. Quarantine quarantine parenthood is difficult. It's very hard. Yeah. Because I know there's one baby. His name is Dominic. I've seen him from afar. Not even quite sure how I know his name. Yes, I do. Because, you know, how the parents stand outside and then the workers at the door are like, they peek out the window and point at you because they don't know who you're there for. And then he was like, Dominic. And then she's like, okay. And then went and got him. Yes. I think he's younger. Yeah, I've seen a few other infants. Yeah, like baby babies. They seem like, yeah, like small, small kids. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, in comparison to our nine month old child, it's like probably three or four months old. Yeah. Um, she was so small. She's gotten big so fast, and it's it's crazy. We're, we are in the final single-digit month of her first year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, where did this year go? I don't know. She's not a baby anymore. Yeah. Because we were talking about, too, like, how do we, how do we get back to a point of, like, being a part of society again? Like, when, so when you were at the vet, Last night mm-hmm. I was texting you and I was like, you know, my brother being the fun kid that he is was sending me scary TikToks and I'm a giant pussy. So when scary things happen and I'm essentially home alone, like Bert was asleep, Frank was here, but like it was as empty as the house mm-hmm. has been in a long time. Yeah. And like, I can't remember the last time you and I were away from each other when it was dark. <laughs> like it's during the day when we're working, yeah, but like at night. And so it's like, uh, Hello. well, uh, I don't know what to do. And it was, and then, you know, you're out in the world and it was like, how do we go back to being a part of, uh, you know, going to a crowded restaurant and standing in the waiting area with mm-hmm. a group, giant group of people. I'm thinking of like, you go to melt yeah, and there was like 30 people standing in like a six by 10 area and everybody's elbow to elbow. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that now or going to even to a, just a busy restaurant where like every table is full mm-hmm. and like, we haven't been out to eat in almost a year now. I don't know. I don't know what normal looks like, but I know that the world freaks me the fuck out. Like right if now. we go out to eat, it'll have to be like in the, in between like a late lunch, early dinner, or it's type gonna of have hours. to be like one of those places where you can get like a a single table reservation that's like away from everybody. Yeah, like those igloo places. Yeah, that are sold out until forever and super expensive. But I'll pay whatever you want me to just to be out, but away from other people. It definitely feels like it. I don't know. I've maybe I've changed. Like I've always been a little bit of a hermit. Like I'm pretty comfortable just being at home and like watching TV or like playing on my computer, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I don't need to be out in the world. I miss seeing people and interacting with people, but you know, I think now having been locked inside for so long and not having so much of that interaction, I'm just like, I'm good. It's fine. I don't need it. <laughs> and now I'm so anxious about it that I don't want it. Like, that's okay. You keep it over there. So I don't know how we ever get back to uh, whatever normal is. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's going to be strange, like, with with the baby of, like, we used to go to movie theaters. Yeah, there was big theaters with giant screens, and we'd all go sit in a room together and watch the movie all together. Like those aren't. I, I just think movie theaters are going to die. Like they're just going to be. They're gone. open, aren't they? Just like limited seating. Some of them are. I don't think all of them are yet. I think a lot of them are still closed. And I think it depends on state too. Yeah. Like some states are still super strict. Like Florida's doing whatever the hell they want. Florida's fucking wild. Florida, Florida and Texas. Man. Texas both. Mm-hmm. Girl from work said that uh, while she was in Texas for work last week, it was nobody wears a mask. Nobody says any, anything to anybody either. It's not like, hey, you need to go put a fucking mask on. Everybody's just like, I'm not wearing a mask. Welcome to Texas. Sounds like Texas. Sounds like a red state. Yep. 
not for me. So I'm probably gonna wear my mask even when they're not when they're like hey, you don't have to wear it. I'm like, I'm I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I think the people that were wearing masks before all this, I think they were just ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. They were the big brainers. Because one in the winter time, kind of lit. Super nice. Kind of lit. It's like wearing a scarf. Yeah. Just a very small one that's just over your mouth. Like during the summer, if we're outside for whatever reason, like if we're going to the zoo and walking. Yeah. Okay. Mm, if masks aren't required, maybe we'll see. But if I'm going inside a building, zip, and things going on. Right. I don't know. It's just. 2021 is just the start of the year already has been kind of rocky. And I'm hoping that things just continue to improve, but oof! I thought 2020 was a sh- was a shitty year, but 2021 is not shaping up to be a whole lot better yet. Maybe when it gets warmer, because I felt real good yesterday and today and today. Even with it being rainy all day today, mm-hmm. it was like upper 50s, I think. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yesterday was nice because the sun was out. And Bert and I went for a walk, and then you went for one when we got back home. Shoo, that's sunshine, man. It does some stuff. That's a good drug. Yeah. That's good. Nice to get outside. So you think that walking is going to become a part of your fitness challenge? I don't know. You've really, you've really been on this, like, before I turn 31, I'm going to do these things kick. And that's... Uh, <coughs> 25 days from now. <laughs> I know. It's pretty, pretty soon. I don't know. Because I guess it's not necessarily before I turn 31. It's just like, I suck with consistency. I'm, I'm really bad with consistency. Especially like it got cold and it's like, especially my diet bet ended and it's kind of just been like. Free for all. Yeah. Like, fuck me up. Because we talked about getting ice cream after this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking get ice cream after this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, you know, whatever, there's that. But it's like, I got on the bike a couple times and like that felt good. Like it, I always feel better after I'm done working out. Yeah. It's always the, I didn't want to do that, uh-huh. but I'm glad that I'm I did. Glad I did. And it's like, oh, I'm tired. Ugh, let me get on the bike. And then I'm like, I'm jazzed. Mm-hmm. So it's like the starting is the hard part. And then like we've talked about needing to stretch more. Yeah. For months. Yeah. A big part of that is I think that anxiety piece and the stress and just feeling like a knotted up ball of tension. Mm-hmm. Especially because like <clears throat> sitting at the vet yesterday for three hours in the parking lot, like I was just my neck and shoulders. There still are just so stiff. On our way to the vet, because I haven't been in a car for that long and we took your car might have been part of it. I had a stitch in my left side almost the whole way there and the whole way oh back. Oh, my gosh. Like, I felt like I just needed to stand up and stretch. Like, I was just like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm a little knotted up troll. Yeah. So, like, I did yoga yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it, f- it felt really good. My wrists hurt really bad. But, like, all the animal flow mobility I had in them from the Hannah Eden stuff, gone. Yeah. Goodbye. And I was like, well, if I did like a 30-day yoga journey, because Adrian doesn't call it a challenge, it's a journey. Sure. I was like, maybe that would be nice. I don't know. But it's so hard for me to like 
the yoga I was going to do was breathe her one from January, but that just seemed like too, <sighs> too frou-frou. Too granola, I believe is how you described it. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I want it to be hard and I struggle with that because it's like, I don't, if it's not hard and I'm not sore and dying, like it doesn't feel like I did anything. So maybe it'll just be a nice stretch of 30 days of like a mindset, setting my intention, being observant. You've been really on the, I'm going to write down positive things and. I've only done it once. And it was a bad day. It was. <laughs> it indeed was. Yeah, because I think I started on Tuesday. I was like, I'm going to be more positive and try to change my mindset because for whatever reason, work decided that we're going back to the office. And I don't want to go back to the fucking office. It's a terrible place. Yeah, It's a fine place. I mean, it's a, it's a new building. There's a fitness center that I'm going to do my yoga in whatever but it's just why are we there why are we doing this covid's still a thing i still have to wear my fucking mask at work and i was just fine every other week at home well and i mean not to get into too many details about your job but like your job is 100 percent on the phone yeah it, by myself like i i don't work i'm on a team but we don't work together yeah it's not like you guys are like collaborating on Mm-mm. anything that you're doing no work. Because it's like if you're my coworker and you're busy or on another call, the customer service rep calls me and they're like, hey, can you take a call for this person? And I'm like, yeah. And then I talk to them. I say, hello, what's your claim number? And then I do whatever, put a note in the file and I bounce. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing that we have to do there that I can't do at home. Right. And the super nice thing was we were doing every other week at home. So it was like – in a two-week period, I was at the office three days. Right. So six days a month, I was in the office, which was excellent. That full week at home, amazing. And now I have to go back to the office. Right. I know people have gone to work since the beginning. Yeah, all the essential workers are cussing us out right now. Well, I'm sorry for you, but I've been spoiled and I hate it. I don't want to see those people Three days a week, every week. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, they, they've they announced, I believe it's in May, that we're supposed to be going back into the office on a rotating schedule. And I'm uh, just over here like, guys, why in the fuck are we going back into the office on a rotating schedule? I don't understand it. And not only that, you're in a rotating schedule and still have to wear a mask yeah. at your desk. Fuck off. Like, just let us stay home. Because we don't have to wear the masks at our desk. But, like, if obviously if we go anywhere, oh, we have to. Yeah, you have to wear it at your desk. The only thing you can take it off for is if you're eating or drinking. I hate it. And they even put up, like, giant plexiglass dividers between all of our desks. Now, they're shorter than I am, but they're still, like, big plexiglass mm-hmm. screens between everybody. Yeah. Because I was on my own little island, too, at work. Like in a cube by myself, but now the trainees are coming over into my island, which is fine. They're nice people, but it's like, I don't want you to listen to me on the phone and I don't want to hear you on the phone because that's why they're coming over in my area to like, listen to us. I think that would be the hardest part is because you guys are on the the phone all day and you're all like beside each other. Mm -hmm. 
like you're just getting like that cross conversation of all the calls happening at the same mm-hmm. time. Because the girl that sits across the aisle from me, she's loud, like not intentionally, just how her voice is. Yeah, and it's just like I always turn away from her when I'm on the phone. Just like when you're in the same room as me, <laughs> except I don't have a closet to run into. Yeah, or you like tuck in on in the corner on the other side of the basement. Uh huh. Yeah, I walk three feet the other way because sometimes they're like, it's really loud where you are. Yeah, it's my coworker. Let me run over here real quick. <laughs> well, I'm sure that my voice just being deeper picks up on, mm-hmm. on the mic a lot better. And everybody, like nobody has told me that I'm loud other than you. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like this is just, this is just how I've always talked <laughs> when I'm talking to people i think it's just your voice you're not loud on purpose yeah my voice it depends on who you talk to too because sometimes you get a little bit more animated when you talk to some people sure yeah you take it up a notch because some people i can be me and then other people i have to be professional me to put my my shirt and tie on right right professional and sometimes i'm more animated when i get off the phone than when i was on the phone it's true sometimes you get a little cranky <laughs> and i just sit there wide-eyed and go uh-huh uh-huh how does that make you feel shitty <laughs> uh, yeah so i i guess i'm asking are you committing to anything as a as a, a fitness journey because we're not going to call it a challenge i'm going to try to do yoga for 30 days uh, Every day. You didn't do it today. Well, it starts tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do shit today. It was so rainy and foggy and gross. No, you were the chosen one today. You didn't I even want that chosen. responsibility. I did. Of course I did. I can't wait until she's old enough. I'm going to be like, you know what? You used to love your mom. You know why you don't love your mom anymore? Because every time you chose her, she was like, fuck, she chose me. Never. I love her. Cause she's so sweet, she'll bonk you with her forehead. She does. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to kiss or really hug. Mm-hmm. So her way of showing affection is that she hits her forehead against you. Uh, and she was doing it to Frank today. She was. It was oh real my cute. god! My heart about exploded. She'll bonk you, and then she'll sit back and smile at you, uh-huh. and then she'll bonk you again. Because Frank was sitting between my legs. Because I feel like that's his power spot. Is because I was sitting on the floor, my legs were closed. And he tried to jump on my lap, so Nell, oop, Bert, <laughs> I just had a stroke. <laughs> so Bert couldn't get on my lap. Yeah. And I kept moving him, and he'd jump right back. Right. But, so, it was earlier today, I had my legs, like, V, V-shaped. He was sitting in between them, and she was in front of him. He was, like, putting his head on her, so she turned around and went, bonk, and bonked him on the forehead. Like, a few times. And then she tried to put her mouth on his nose. And then he uh-huh. was like, I'm okay. Yeah. He's like, I'm done with this. Thank you. Yeah. That was plenty of love. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I only want to love you when you're facing the opposite way. So Thank just you. yoga? Are you doing anything else? I'm going to. 30 days straight. No days off. No days off. Because I decided I want to do, I think it's the home 30-day yoga journey with, with Adrian. Adrian on YouTube. Because she's just. So pure. And she has Benji and I love him too, the dog. But like there's they're shorter. They're like twenty minutes to thirty minutes. Cause the breathe one 
they were a little longer, like 40 plus. Yeah. I was like, well, let me do 20 minutes a day because at least that's something like whatever. Who doesn't have 20 minutes a day? David Goggins says you do. So if you said you don't. Isn't he doing like some crazy oh challenge? Oh my God. Four by four for 48. So four miles every four hours for 48 hours, oh. I think. Because I keep seeing the, the there's another challenge that I've seen and maybe it's a TikTok thing. It's like the hard seventy five or seventy five hard. Have you seen this? I feel like Goggins did that, but what is it? So well, at least the one that I saw. So you delete all social media. Okay, this isn't him then, but uh huh. Oh, I don't know. It, that was just the first thing. Was you delete all social media? You write out an entire meal plan for the month. You. Plan your groceries well for the month. It's 75 days straight. So you have to have a strict diet 75 days straight, no eating out. Um, so you cook every meal or prep every meal. And then you work out every day for 75 days in some capacity. Do you have to do – is it like two forty-five minutes and one has to be outside? Is that what I'm thinking? I mean I've seen that too. I don't know if it's the same thing. But it was just like – it was supposed to be like, how much can you change in 75 mm-hmm. days? And the goal of like changing everything so drastically is it takes 21 days to make a habit. So if you go 75 days, you've gone, you know, like f- almost four times that. Yeah. But that seems like, because <sighs> I, I know for me, the the thing that would happen is like, we'd be rolling along, doing great. Everything's cool. We're solid. We're like, let's call it 20 days in. And then we'd have a bad day mm-hmm. where the weather would be shitty. And we're emotional eaters oh, more yeah. than anything. So it's just like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, let's just, I, I don't know. Let's get Wendy's tonight. I don't I don't want to cook. Right. I don't feel like cleaning up. Let's just go get something easy. And then it would just like fall apart after that because isn't that thing like if you i guess you could make your own fucking rules who cares but like if you get to day 25 you eat out or whatever you don't work out you have to start over oh if you fuck off at any point in the whole thing yeah you start day day Mm -hmm. one and like they say like all social media but like the the people i was following they were doing the whole challenge on tiktok so (laughs) I do love those, like, the weight loss transformation ones on TikTok, yeah. YouTube, anywhere. doesn't matter. Love right. them. So I think my goal is keep it real, just yoga. Sure. But if I have time or I'm feeling spry, mm-hmm. maybe I'll sprinkle in something else. We'll see. Nice. That's, do you have anything? Do you have any goals? No. I've just been feeling real shitty, so I'm just going to keep rolling with my shitty goo balls that I got going. What? I don't know. Like I've, I like my motivation has been absolutely fucking zero, all the way around. Like for everything, it's become like a, a bit of a. I don't know. Like I don't want to call it depression, but like like a black hole. Yeah. Like generally, I feel like I'm really manic, kind of like all over the place, and just I can't sit still. And I feel like I've just recently hit this point where, like, all I want to do is not move. I just want to sit in one spot and not do anything. And I feel better when I exercise and I feel better when I eat right. 
But also pizza's really good. I like ice cream a lot. Brownies are really tasty. Cookies are fucking lit. I like a nice glass of wine. But I also hate the fact that I've gained like 25 pounds and like I feel like dog shit. And also like there's other stuff like, you know, work related things that I don't necessarily want to talk about on here. But like there's just like a general like kind of meh. I got kind of a little bit of a gray cloud and I'm just like whatever in the realm of fitness and eating. I'm just like I like that's the last thing I want to care about. Like I'm putting all of my effort into my family. I'll worry about that other stuff at some point. Cuz I feel like for so long that was like all we did. Mm-hmm. Was like we talked about fitness, we did fitness, we talked about food, we did food. And I think like putting so many restrictions on that stuff and I I think it's just like gotten me to a point where it's like I don't want to restrict shit. I don't want to have to wake up at 5 a.m. and go work out for an hour and a half. Fuck that. I don't want to have to spend the two hours I have at night before I go to bed exercising or prepping my food for the next day because I spend 45 minutes packing a fucking lunch for my kid. Like, I just have gotten to a point where it's like, I don't know, maybe if we were able to prep food, it would be something like easier but like all we've been buying at the grocery store is junk food and I'm cool with it. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll eat snack food and I'll just like, I'm cool with all this stuff. But like when you're not here and I have to make my own lunch, it's peanut butter sandwiches, baby. It's fucking peanut butter sandwiches, granola bars, chips, crackers, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have the motivation to like grill up some chicken and, cut it up all nice and put it on a fucking lush green salad fuck off yeah i'm on salad strike fuck salads so like i don't know i i've just been in my head a lot lately about how i look and how i feel and i'm just trying not to let it dominate my brain and so like i feel like if i just ignore it it'll go away eventually it's kind of how i'm treating it it'll just get worse because at least i feel like i i know they say you can't, what's this say? You can't out-exercise a bad diet. Sure. But I'll certainly try. Yeah. Not that yoga's going to do that, mm-hmm. but I'd rather eat like shit and work out than. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that take that like stance of like, well, I work out so I can eat. Yeah. So I don't know. I enjoy working out. It's just doing it for me it's a time thing like i wake up when the baby gets up so if mm-hmm. that's 5 30 that's when i wake up if it's 6 30 that's when i get up whatever that's when i get up and then like you know before i go and pick her up i don't and sometimes i'm working up until right. the last minute most of the time but then it's like i don't necessarily want to like try and cram in 30 minute workout before i go get her and then it's like okay, really I'd want to work out and then shower and then go get her. And it's like after we get her, it's like every night's the same routine. Finally get her to bed and it's like I feel like that's our time Mm -hmm. because we don't have time alone anymore. And then after a full day of working and being the chosen one, it's just like let's just watch Survivor on the couch. That's what I'm saying. Because we're going to upload this, get some fucking cream, and probably watch an episode of Survivor. Because that And that's part of the – I don't know. I feel like that's part of the black hole that I'm in is like, I don't want to 
sacrifice the time with us. And it's like, it feels like it's just like parenting, right? There's no right answer, but everybody will tell you, you need to, you need to be lifting heavy weights, right? To lose weight. And you need to be doing cardio to lose weight. And you really should be stretching, especially as you get older and you've got more stress and tension, you should be stretching. Okay. So if I want to lift and I let's just call it at minimum 30 minutes, and then I want to do cardio 20 to 30 minutes. And then I want to stretch 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, so now I'm at an hour and a half every fucking day to do this. Who has just an extra hour and a half? You've got to be taking it from something else. So Mm -hmm. it's either you're taking it from time with your partner and maybe that's somebody's time, like their mental break time, right? Like that's when they get away from everything else and maybe that works. But like I I don't want you to come home from work and I'm like, all right, I'm going out to the gym. See ya. And then, like, you leave you with her, and then I don't see her. Right. And then it's, like, after she goes to bed, and then it's, like, I, I don't know. And, like, and I guess we could do it together. Um, I don't know. It's just I've been really feeling some type of way physically that I'm just, like, fuck it. So is ice cream not the answer? Oh, no. I'm here for it. <laughs> I I just said fuck it. I didn't, I didn't say that I'm really concerned about it. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to be the big fat lumberjack guy. Like that's, that's my new role in life. <laughs> role. Oh, yum. You like have some f- in the freezer. That roll. Yep. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm here to support you. I know. So if you wanted more meal prepped stuff, I'd figure it out. I don't know. I feel like the only time that I could actually do any of this is if I got up earlier in the morning. God, and that's awful. Thinking about waking up early just pains my soul. Yeah, I'm exhausted thinking about 5 a.m. Because I know they're like, and I've said this before too, I guess this was pre-baby, is that the only time I know I could set aside to work out is in the mornings, mm-hmm. 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, is she going to wake up at 6? Is she going to wake up at 5, 5.15, 5.30? Like, there's just so much so many unknowns about when she's going to wake up mm-hmm. that it's like after she goes to bed. Unless one of us does it in the morning and the other one does it late at night. Whew, that sounds awful. I'm not getting up early. So you're going to work out from nine to 10? Nine to 10, bitch. She goes to bed at like seven. I know, but what I'm saying is it's to not take that time away from each other. Well, then you don't have to do it with me. Because I ain't staying up late either. <laughs> well, you're going to work out at work. Three days a week. Five days a week. You're back in the office, homie. Well, I have two days from home. Oh, right. Even being back in the office. Because mm-hmm. they're not taking those days from me. I'll perch on my desk like a motherfucking owl. Who? And say, you're not taking my motherfucking days away from me. Yeah, I don't know. Right before Bert was born was the best I'd ever felt physically. Oh, my God, physically. yeah. You were so motivational, and I was just like a big pregnant moo cow. I was fucking crushing it. You I was were. feeling so good. And, like, I think part of the reason I felt so good is because I did it all myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like every other time we've done it, we've done it together, and I always leaned on you, and it was like, well, she's not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. You kind of always look for that out. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like when I started doing it by myself, it was just like, oh, yeah, 
it was like I was checking the box every day mm-hmm. of like I did it, was doing it myself, and like I, we weren't eating great. I mean, you were super fucking pregnant, so it was like we were just eating whatever. But like I felt great, yeah. And it's like I'd love to get back there, but also that's a lot of work. Maybe you should do a challenge. <clears throat> Maybe. On next week's podcast, because I'm getting ice cream and watching Survivor. Well, we're not talking food, maybe. Next time on this podcast. (laughs) I was going to be like, I'm going to cook this many times, but I don't want to lock into anything that official. (laughs) Whatever. I'll do 20 minutes of yoga a day. Who cares? Because then I can do like in the living room with you. Like, if you don't want to do it, I'll put Adrian on my phone, slap a headphone in, and I'll do it. Because it's not distracting. No. Not really. Unless I go, <sighs> or do some fierce lions or something weird. Yeah, it's not that it's distracting. It's just more like, <laughs> I should probably be doing that, and I'm not. <laughs> do it with me. Mm. 20 minutes a day. Come on. You're going to do it at work. Three days. Well, and then you're going to do it on lunch the other days. Yeah, and you can do it with me. No, I have to work. Uh-huh. My gerb. Except when we nap. Whoa. Hey, don't fucking expose me <laughs> like that. <laughs> Take a little lunch. Take a little napper. God, I'm going to miss out the most. Because <laughs> if I nap, I'd have to go nap in my car, and that's weird. I, we're just I, I feel myself turning into my father and it's scary as fuck we won't let that happen because you're gonna do yoga with me you're committing me to things that i'm not signing up for you've already signed up <laughs> did i uh-huh you signed a contract what contract a marriage contract that didn't say anything about yoga didn't it it didn't i think it did i'm gonna go review it right now do it Okay. Give Sam Bird a call because I added it in at the end. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Well, Well, next time we'll check in on our 30-day yoga journey progress. But right now, we're going to go get some ice cream, Beach. We're going to have to go quick. What time do they close? I think 9 o'clock. Holy shit. Ooh, are we going to be those people? Are we? I don't know. You'll have to look to see what their hours are. All right. God, I'm exhausted. I feel like we don't have a sign-off for this podcast, do we? No, I guess not. It's normally something weird. Weirder than our intros? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it closes at 9 o'clock. Fuck. Unless you went to the grocery store and got Ben and Jerry's or something. Fuck. And then you gotta go into the grocery store. Oh, disgusting. Oh, it's I have to put pants on. You could door dash it. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just paralyzed by options. What's it called? Analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Don't be paralyzed by options, y'all. Nope, that's not a good sign. Ha- have a... Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs>